With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Earth is being acclimatized. They are turning our atmosphere into their atmosphere. Our impulses are being redirected. We are living in an artificially induced state of consciousness that resembles sleep. Hey guys, this is Ace Marrero from the movie Madison County. Hi, this is David L.G. Hughes, writer-director of the film Hall Bowl Suites. I love the pace and the fastness, and I love the fact that you just roll with it. Hi, I'm Eric England, the director of Contracted. Hi, I'm Jake Amino, the writer-director of Deviation. My name is Nathan Whitehead, and I wrote the music for Beyond Skyline. Hello, Stuart. Just a quick hello from Sarah Douglas. Hi, this is Ben Lloyd Holmes from the film The Expedition. This is Dominic Burns, the director of Allies. Hey, Stuart. Page the screen. Dot-com up in my bunkers. Snake. Get up to my motorcycle, running and tracking up with my fucking snake. Genius. With Dom, eating pizza, and pussy. I'm Neil Johnson, I directed Rogue Warrior and The Time War, and I crucified Adolf Hitler. The from Page to Screen Hello, sir. Can Hello. you hear me? Yes, I can. That was weird. <laughs> so I was phoning you, and then it came up like unavailable. I'm like, what? It was weird, yeah. Literally, it's because you were phoning me. I clicked on Answer, and it just died. It just vanished, didn't it? It was about as va- available as Rob's message to me in advance. What was the conversation I had with you about an hour <laughs> and a half ago, two hours ago, that um, if nobody shows up, it's fine, but just let me know. So I, exactly. sent, I sent Rob a text <laughs> at half past eight going, um, that's all it said. And his reply was, shit, sorry, the Halloween sh- uh, party took over. I consider myself reprimanded. <laughs> I don't want to reprimand people. Just message me if you're not going to show up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not worried. Just like to know. <laughs> exactly. I want to know whether to um, wait for him or whether to just start episode 440 without him. Hey, carry um, on regardless. But he agreed because it's like, because oh, I was talking to him yesterday about like you not being around last week and I said I don't mind if people don't show up because at the end of the day none of us get paid for it and we've got things that we're on I said but I said, it's a labor of love. I said I wish Bob would just let me know that he wasn't going he went oh no drives me out the one when people do and he's just done it <laughs> it too brute yes so so make sure <laughs> uh, make sure next week you do mention it you go oh nice to see you Rob you finally showed up <laughs> Oh, God. Oh. I, uh, I put my computer on about 5 to 8. I thought, I'm just going to check, see if there's any updates on the PC. Oh, should I not have done that? There was loads. There was like one update, and then it came down. Yeah. And then I, I restarted it, and then another one came down, and then it had updated Skype. So then it told me off going, um, you need to update your call software. So I'm like, flipping heck. This was all about 25 past 8. So I'm like, I hope this doesn't take ages. But it didn't, so... That's good. That was a long-winded way of saying there was computer updates. 
I wonder if I'm going to get all those when I go into work tomorrow. We've been off last week, so possibly. (laughs) Um, But it's weird, is because I've got my PC set to automatic update, but half the time it doesn't. It's weird. You go just just do it automatically, and it goes. Yep. Last time I checked for updates was uh, twenty to five this evening. You go. That's fine. I'm sure there aren't any. Oh, I've just found a truckload. How can they all have come in in the past two hours on a Sunday? Oh, thank you very much, Microsoft. Isn't it? And then Skype, when I boot it up, it's going, oh, do you want to test your um, microphone levels? Would you like to test? No, I know how to use Skype. You've just given me a new version without me asking. So Again, yeah. owned by Microsoft. Isn't it? But if it wasn't for Microsoft, we wouldn't be doing podcasts this easy. So mm. I'm sure there would be another way around, but I don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'd be doing podcasts. We just wouldn't be recording them as easy. We'd probably have to do it on, well, um, true, yeah. we'd do it on Samsung phones, which is maybe a way to go at some point. Yeah. So um, I'm going to ask you how you've been since I last saw you, but I only saw you like two hours ago. So <laughs> uh, everybody else would I, like to know how you've been. Uh, I think I, I finally got over the monkey virus, you know, so uh, uh, still got a bit of a cold, which I think is the tail end of. Yeah. Um, other than that, um, not too bad. Good. Yeah, you know, I've had the week off, like I say. Uh, I would like to say that I got it you know, kind of all restful and, you know, being able to do things. But most days were, in fact, taken over by other people. Oh, were they good days, though? <laughs> the majority of them? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Oh, that's so. good. Because it's been like, has it been a month? Three weeks, isn't it? It's been about a month since you and Rob were on the same podcast. Yes. So I'm starting um, to wonder. Weeks. Would you, yeah, three weeks since we've done one. Mm. Yeah, I was missing, was it first week with illness? Second week, I had my daughter over here um, on the Sunday. Yep. Um, thank you, Janet. I thought you were going to be keeping it for Sunday, but hey. <laughs> yep. And then this yeah. is like the third week, isn't it? Exactly, yes. So hopefully you and Rob will be together again next week. It would be nice. That makes it sound very odd. Well, only, only, He's if, you, married. only if you think it that way. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, this is episode 440 of the movie show. I've got I've got some notes and everything. I'm trying to get semi-organized. B flat. Um, I, I have. Uh, hopefully, it isn't B flat. Hopefully, it'd be po- <laughs> B positive would be a better one. I don't even know if that's a note, but it should be. Sounds more happy than B flat. Um, a flat minor. Yes, a flat minor. No, that reminds me of uh, living up in a coal mining town back in the 80s. <laughs> there were many flat miners up there, but never mind. Um, I have slightly tweaked the theme song for this week. You won't have heard it, but nope. ten, 10 points for anybody who guessed that was from John Carpenter's They Live. Because I'm, I'm getting back into a whole John Carpenter kick because we've got John Carpenter goodies coming out. Um, I looked up which ones have I got coming out tomorrow. I've got They Live coming tomorrow, Aww. which is a four-disc set. It's got one 4K Blu-ray, one regular Blu-ray, an extra disc with features on it and a soundtrack. Oh. <laughs> uh, also, I get a poster, I get five art cards, and I get a 48-page book. Wow. So I'm quite happy That's with that. That's impressive. comes out October the 29th, which is tomorrow. So hopefully, when I get home from work, that'll have uh, dropped through my letterbox. So, so are you going to put that on? Assuming that comes tomorrow, are you yeah. going to save that for Halloween? Well, I, I'm working Halloween, but I am off on the Thursday. I know it's not technically Halloween on the 1st of November, but um, because by the time I get home on Halloween, it'll be like yeah. quarter past nine. Well, true, but... So I may actually have to watch 
not have to. Sounds like a chore. Watch John Carpenter's Halloween. I'll have that all queued up. Well, will let yeah, up on Halloween so she can put it in a displayer and stuff. Um, it's usually that or Night of the Living Dead that I watch, but I watched that probably about two weeks ago. So I'm going to... Uh, yeah, go with Halloween. I'm going to have to go John Carpenter style. Um, yeah. Also out tomorrow is John Carpenter's The Fog on 4K Blu-ray. So you get four discs on that as well. You get the ultra high def disc you got a blu-ray you got a disc with extra features you got a soundtrack you got a poster you got five art cards and you get 48 page book with it you're spoiled i am spoiled but then (laughs) in when is this november so like a month from now there's uh prince of darkness and escape from new york so i know escape from new york we were speaking about earlier on because they are doing a cinema re-release of that and I'm hoping you do actually go watch it. I can't because I'm at work, which kind of sucks. But never mind. It's it's. What I will take things. it as my homework for that week. Yeah, I'll just. Well, if I give you a big video camera and a tripod, you can probably film it all. Um, so you're going to be watching it at 4K on a huge screen. I will be watching it probably a few days after uh, on my 4K one. For that, it's the same thing again. 48 page book, five art cards, one poster, one 4K disc, one Blu-ray, one special features, and one soundtrack. Um, Prince of Darkness, though, you get the 4K Blu-ray. You don't get no poster. You don't get no book. You don't get no art card. So I don't know why. It's still got a bunch of special features on it, commentaries, and all those other John Carpenter ones have got commentaries and documentaries and stuff like that on it. But uh, I don't want to print those out because it'd be like a a book. But for some reason, it doesn't warrant a poster, art cards, or or a soundtrack. I don't know why. It's not any any worse than... They Who? live. They live is a good film. Prince of Darkness is a good film. So I don't know yeah. why they've sort of not done one but done the other. Uh, bit weird that <laughs> they've done three super duper special editions and then pretty much a bare bones Prince of Darkness. Yeah, it definitely seems odd. You'd think if they were putting the money in, they'd do them you know, across the board. Well, I even hunted around, and I might hunt around on various sites because I looked, got all this information and I pre-ordered them from Amazon. Yeah. So I, I did sort of snoop around and find out if there were any more sort of different versions of the Prince of Darkness one, but I couldn't find yeah. one. So it's, it's a bit odd. But uh, <laughs> are you going to get any of those? I'm, I'll be tempted probably with They Live and, of course, Escape from New York. Yep. Well, Escape yeah, from uh, New York, you've seen. Have you seen? Somebody hasn't seen They Live, and I don't know if it's you or if it's Rob. I've got a whole man up, it's me. It's you, I knew one of the two of you. I'd, I've seen various clips, but I've not seen the whole thing. Well, it surprises me, because I know you were or are a wrestling fan. And yep. With Roddy Very Piper Robbie. being in the, male role, the main role, I would yep. have thought that you would have watched that. What was the reason you haven't watched it? Is it just never... Dropped? It's just one of those ones, um, it's never... I don't know... It's never really flown onto the radar as such. Mm-hmm. You know, many, many years ago when it first came out, it probably did, but I've never really been a fan of what I would term horror. And when it was brought out, I was probably told it's horror. Oh, they lied. No, it's not. I know. It's, it's um, there's less gore in that than there is in Escape from New York. Yeah. And it is less horror than, than definitely it's an Escape from New York. And Escape from New York isn't a horror. It's science fiction through yeah. and through. With it's a light-hearted science fiction one. Yeah. It's so quotable. I mean, you'll know the we came here to chew bubble gum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubble gum. You'll know yes. that line. That's from Day Live. 
so it oh. is very very quotable definitely it is one i'd like to say I, I do want to watch and i want to do it justice well can't yeah. go wrong with with a 4k <laughs> one I mean, if you want to test it just watch mine well <laughs> you know because uh you bought the thing didn't it was that a 4k one you got um I'm or was not... it just uh no, I, I think it was, it was the just... arrow wasn't it yeah it was the arrow high def special edition you know kind of one it's probably Blue like a UK one or something. So the, the, I think it was remastered and everything. And I know there is a lot of um, you know kind of extras on it, which I am intending to pass on. Good. Well, then when keep, I get when I get they busy. live, then you can watch that one. <laughs> Sounds like good plan. Definitely. I think my Thursday will probably be watching. I'll be watching they live and um, whatever the other one was, uh, the fog, this yeah. week. So I will pass them on to you probably. Well, whenever, whenever I see Daily. you. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. So um, I'm going to slightly tweak the podcast, not massively. So anybody listening to it who likes all the other ones, I'm not going to kill it and bury the format, though. But I asked Rob a question a few days ago. Anybody would have answered it if it had shown up. Um, but he's at a Halloween party. And I asked you as well, with the podcasts, what yeah. would you like to see in it? Is there something where you go, do you know what? I'd quite like to try that or I'd quite like to discuss this, that or other with regards to the format or any of the content? No, I'm happy with, but you know me, I'm, I'm one of nature's kind of wingers. So, uh, you know, I'm a bit like yourself. We just kind of, you know, have a general idea of we're doing a podcast. Yep. You know, I leave you having the points which you raise and then, you know, I, I like just being able to answer them openly without having malice of forethought. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I don't put too much forethought into these podcasts either. <laughs> I have all intention of doing. I go, do you know what? I'm going to plan next week, and then I never bother. No, no. I think it, one of the things that I love about the podcast that we do, and yeah. I hope that our listeners do, you know, or should I say, your listeners. I'm, I, I'm, I'm merely kind of you know the straight man to your. Uh, what what <laughs> are you trying it, to say? <laughs> no, well, they are, uh, no, they are our listeners. Reason. We could share. We could pass the listeners yeah. back and forward, so we can just use them when we choose to. It's fine. Not a but problem. This, it's a case of the way that we do things, or, or the way that you've kind of not organised things. Should we say that? That sounds bad. It can, um, well, it's kind of it. It takes a lot to organise it to make it sound really unorganised. Actually, so I'm going to take that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is it. It's basically a case of the spontaneity of it. You, know, you just don't know. You know. None of our listeners know what we're going to come up with. I don't. Exactly. <laughs> don't know about you, but I so, got a clue. Yeah. So I mean. Like I say, it's everything that's said is basically what comes into our minds, uh, whatever's yeah, in response or whatever what's raised. So yeah, there's no malice of forethought, no planning. You know, we're not running on a script. You know, someone just throws something into the mix and we go with it. And I think that is one of the good things. Yeah, you can tell it's live. You can tell that we're doing things that are daft. <laughs> yeah so what yeah it's the fun of it sounds good and i hope that comes across i think it definitely the the unscheduledness of of it comes across which is good <laughs> it's always something I, I like doing anyway i don't i've listened to a lot of podcasts and they are very formula driven and they, yeah. they have the show notes and then five minutes for this 10 minutes for that and then you know, we always do this bit after that bit and yeah that it it kind of works if you're in a professional studio i think you know, like if you're CNN or or TMZ or, or something like that, but I'm not 
in a professional oh. studio. I don't want to Let be a th- news show, so oh. I'm quite happy doing it the way that I do it. Let me throw it to you this way, um, and I'm showing my age here now. Going back to kind of, kind of when I was first properly working, um, you used to have Steve Wright in the afternoon on Radio 1. Yep. Yeah, we're going back to like the mid-80s oh, kind Mr. of thing. Mr. Angry, yep. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, most of that was basically just people reacting to what was said. Yeah. You, know, it, you can't really say that that was scripted day in, day out. It wasn't formulaic. And I think that's what people like. Yeah, it's like I've, I've done a lot of Q&A panels and I've witnessed a lot of Q&A panels. And when I'm doing them, I have a few questions in my head that may get used, may not get used, whatever. But I've seen people do panels where they have the questions written down and I, it's, it's, I struggle. I really yeah. do struggle when I see them do that because if, because you, it's like if I'm interviewing you or having a conversation with you, like I am doing now, I don't know what the next answer is. Um, yeah. So, Bob, a, a genuine one: Have you ever seen the film Piranha from 1978? Um, no, I've seen clips, but that's about it. There you go. So I could well have two or three questions lined up. Going, so what did you think of Piranha? Exactly. Uh, what, what did you think? Of the, and <laughs> by you coming out, going, I've not seen it, derails everything. Mm. So you know, my follow-up question would be, why have you not watched Piranha from 1978? Exactly. I mean, this is it. It's a case of you've got an ability to think on your feet. That's been demonstrated several times. Yeah. You know, so um, I think that's a good thing. You know, I mean, something that's scripted. Um, this is where I hold my hand up and say that I'm not a religious person. Uh, but to me, something that's scripted should take the same kind of formula, if you would, of a sermon. And one of the old kind of vicars that I used to know from, well, he was my history teacher at school, used to say that a sermon needs to be at most 12 minutes long. Yeah. So there you go. If you're going to do something scripted, you know, formulaic, 12, 15 minutes, cut it there. You don't want to be doing an hour, hour and a half of formulaic stuff. No, unless it's a movie. Well, yeah. But, so even you know, then, movie scenes aren't longer than 12 minutes, really, are they? So hmm. I could barely out of that one. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only thing that I want to sort of concentrate on is I'm very conscious of, and it's, it's been over the few episodes when you and Rob were on at the same time, where yeah. it's a case of, so Rob, what have you watched? I've watched Solo. Right, okay. What do you think of it? I liked it, blah, blah, blah. Bob, what have you watched? I watched uh, Spider-Man. Okay, what did you think of it? I was like, all right, what have I watched? And then I go through Schindler's List. <laughs> it's yeah. like, I've watched this, 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 this. And none of the films that I've really watched get mm-hmm. any sort of decent airtime. Um, yeah. A, because you guys might not have watched them. Yeah. And, I, and I've got that many films to go through. I don't want to be talking for 25, 30 minutes on the things that I've watched. So I'm having yeah. to fight back that instinct to go, I need to watch as much as possible for Sunday's podcast. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to watch because there's three people on the show now. Well, you know, two tonight because Rob's not yeah. here. Hi, Rob, wherever you are. <laughs> uh, I think he's sending me text messages. So when he listens to this, I will ridicule him now and again throughout this episode. Just let you know, Rob. Um, I would tell it to his face, but he's not here. So, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah I, I'm conscious of not having to watch as much as possible. So I'm going to scale back the amount of films that I watch. 
still watch some films yeah. to talk about, which I have done, but just catch up on some of the TV that's on because it's insane. I'm way behind. Yeah. True. I mean, this is it. It's a case of even on kind of times when you do get through, you know, if you've had a week off and you've managed to sit down and go through two films a, you know, a day, yeah. when it comes to the actual podcast, maybe kind of limit yourself to commenting on two or three. Yeah. Yeah. You know, make your choices. You know, push push the ones that you really thought kind of you know stood out. Well, I mean, I think sort of breaking down the numbers, which I'm I'm okay at doing. We, we do four shows a month. Yeah. Or or Rob's doing three this month because he's not here. Uh, I've done two. <laughs> you've done two. So I, I've done more. I've been here for all of them. That's fine. Yeah. Because uh, if I'm not, then they don't get recorded and uploaded. So I have to be here. And uh, so we've got four. So yeah. if. The last one of the month, which doesn't really count in this case because I've not put the new thing into place, but maybe the last show of each month, I might just go through a lot of the highlights of the movies that I've watched yeah. for the previous three weeks. Yep. And then, you know, I'm going to start doing some more competitions. So I'm starting to build together a little prize pile. I'll probably Excellent. slot that into one of the, the four shows and do a yeah. bunch of competitions each month for you know, like write a review on iTunes and I'll pick a random person out and you, you get a DVD through the post or something, that type of thing. So just sort of have <laughs> certain, and maybe one week of each month, there'll be topics. Yeah. You know, like we do, we do the lists. I mean, it is hard work doing, right, next week we're going to do 10 of these and the week after we're going to do 10 of that. I don't want it to become homework for you guys or for me. So just sort of chop <laughs> it up slightly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, the shows will still be the same as they are now. It's just instead of uh, whatever, I'm going to, instead of this section, it might be the competition yeah. section. Or instead of the competition section, it might be the, the topic section. So just to yeah. try and catch up. I am so far behind on television, I need to start <laughs> catching up on it. I've decided not to watch The Walking Dead. I know I told Rob uh, last week, because so I'm going to watch the three episodes. And that way we yeah. can have a conversation about it. But weirdly enough, we can't because he's not here. Um, but <laughs> Rather kind of, one-sided conversation. Yeah, a bit one-sided <laughs> conversation. He can reply by tweets or when he's on next time, if, if he's here next time. Um, <laughs> it, it is that much to watch. I, I'm just going to jump back into other stuff, I think. I wasn't really enjoying The Walking Dead. I think it's great that Pollyanna McIntosh is in it. And that's awesome. I might watch all her scenes. But... The show itself is just too damn slow, I think, now. I think, like you say, every show has a heyday. Mm. You know, we've spoken about this before, that um, you know, certain shows, they go on too long. You know, yeah. there's too many series. You know, um, some, of course, are cut off in their prime, mm-hmm. uh, which is sad, but there we go. <laughs> but it, it's like you say, it's a case of when it starts becoming a bit kind of, you know, same old, same old. You don't get the kind of thrill of watching it that you did at one point. It is perhaps time to go, you know, I'm going to put this on the back burner. You know, maybe come back to it in a few months or a year or two, see if, you know, it, I'm into it then. But Yeah, and I'll probably do that with The Walking Dead. It's, it, it's a better show if you binge watch it. Yeah. So I probably will wait until it finishes, if it ever does finish, and then just watch season eight, season nine, and... Yeah. So on, because I, I genuinely think you'd quite like the show, but yeah. but it was. I know you probably avoided it because it's zombies and horror. To me, it's more apocalyptic. Yeah. So yes, you've got zombies in it, and you've got a bit of blood and guts and stuff, but it's not. It, it won't scare you. 
and it's not designed <laughs> to scare you. It is more like Stephen King's The Stand, you know, that yeah. sort of stuff, but it's got zombies in it who will try and kill you, sort of thing. <laughs> but it is a good show. But So you were talking about shows that got cut off in their prime. I've just mm. finished watching the entire run of The Wire. Yeah. And I'd seen the show before, but I could never remember anything about season three, four, and five. So I obviously just watched it and then forgot about it. So rewatching all of that was like I'd never seen it before. And then it was so weird watching the last episode because it was the last time I would see these opening credits. And it's yeah. weird going, I will never, ever again see a new episode of The Wire. That's very strange. So. Yeah. What examples can you think of shows? I mean, did you watch the the Mash when it was on? Um, I I watched it when I could when it was first on on British TV. Um, I I think we've touched on this at one point before. Um, It used to be on at something like nine o'clock on BBC Two. Yeah, we have. Yeah, and it used to be a case of you know myself and my sister were young enough to and still at school kind of thing and being told right you know you've got to be in bed for nine oh can't we watch mash no 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 you've got to be in bed for nine and we'd go to bed um mum and dad would go back downstairs put the tv on start watching mash and okay janet was a goody goody or tired or whatever and used to stay in a room I'd sneak out, sneak halfway down the stairs and I could look through the banister on the stairway which kind of coincided with like the top corner of the lounge and I could just see the TV screen through that. So I used to used to basically lie there on the stairs watching until I was caught. <laughs> I was going to say, did you ever get caught? Regularly. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and what was the sort of, was it just a case of get back to your room or did yeah. they not? I mean, was it possible that they could shut the living room door to keep you out or not? They could have done, but they never did. I think they probably knew you were there. I mean, there's a lot worse things you've oh, yeah. been doing than watching exactly. MASH. Well, I mean, as we know, it, it was 22, 25 minutes kind of thing. Yeah, 9 till 9.25 kind of thing. So it's not like you're pushing it for an hour kind of thing. So mm. not like you're watching Game and of Thrones or anything, is it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it, it's not exactly inappropriate. No, it's not. I mean, yeah. No. I was just curious, did you, I mean, what What are your memories of, there's a TV show on that you love and you are watching the final episode knowing that there's never going to be another new one? I mean, I think with Firefly, I think it got cancelled before anybody had actually seen the dumb thing over here. Oh, yeah, but, I mean, yeah, you've got the two that really stick in my kind of mind and in my gut <laughs> would be, Firefly, as you know, mm-hmm. and um, the other kind of unsung hero of television, which is Boston Legal. Yes, yeah, because <laughs> we we did. I mean, I got into that. Well, I think season two had been on. Yeah. So I was a little bit. It was Andrew that put me onto that because he was he'd watch it on Sky or whatever, and yeah. um, and he told me about it and. I've got the DVD box set and stuff. Yep, so I remember watching, it. I got you into it, so many people, it's like, watch this, you'll love it. I love it. And then they'll tell everybody else. Um, yeah. It was kind of weird knowing that that would be the final season, season yeah. five, I think, wasn't it? It was, yeah. So Sad. that was quite strange. I mean, originally it's only supposed to be four seasons up, but they managed to get an extra one out of it because of Life yeah. on Mars, which was quite, quite fitting. But uh, yeah, that was, I think for me also a memorable, I 
really don't want this show to end and our TV's never going to be the same again without it was Oz yes which I also watched um, yeah. well I kind of did I watched season one because this was back in the day when you would import American DVDs now for some reason we don't I don't know why uh, we don't need to do we because they jump on Netflix and stuff and they come out exactly. here pretty quick but I remember watching season one and season two of Oz on imported DVDs and then there was somebody on like a woman weightlifter weirdly enough I don't I don't know how that came about but that was when they had IMDB chat boards and this yeah. woman was selling season three uh, four and five and was it six I can't remember how many seasons there were of Oz I can't remember um, I think it was maybe five, five or six um, five. one of them was like a two length two double yeah. season thing though and she was settled on VHS, weirdly enough. And they were all converted to PAL, so I bought them. I can't remember how much it cost me, about 40, 50 quid or something, I think it was. Yeah. And this huge box arrived with the entire run of Oz in them, oh, including wow. season one, two, that I'd already seen. And I battered through them in about 10 days <laughs> and then finished up with that two-hour finale. And oh. it was like, I don't, TV's going to suck without Oz. How are HBO going to top this? And then obviously they came out with Six Feet Under and Sopranos and The Wire and Rome <laughs> and you know all these different things. So they're, they're doing yeah. quite well at HBO. But I have a fond thing in my heart for the Oz TV oh, shows. Yeah. So anybody who's not seen that, you seriously got to watch it and then play Oz Watch for the rest of eternity. <laughs> half of them were in The Wire. Oh, yeah. And uh, the other half are probably in every other show that we've watched. Right. So, uh, but yeah, so it was. I finished the wire. So I don't know what I'm going to start now. I did move on to the purge, which I know yeah. Rob Zafanov. Yeah. Can't really have a discussion on that. And I've watched the first two episodes, and I yeah. love the world of the purge. I think you've seen the first movie, haven't you? Yes. Uh, they're all good movies, and they've done a TV show of it. The problem is in the TV show for me, there's an element of a, a religious cult in it. Mm-hmm. So you've kind of got the first two episodes anyway. It's like it's divided up into three. So you've got the world of the purge, where everybody's running around and you know trying to kill each other, which is that's the entertaining part. The other part is there's all the rich people in a nice big party watching all this chaos go on outside, which is that's not really that exciting. And then the third part is this religious cult that they're driving around in a big blue bus and it's their job and their destiny and their fate to just let people kill them because then they will be cleansing the world. And that's just kind of annoying me. Uh, It's very sort of David Koresh sort of, um, you know, a bit odd. And that element of it is kind of put me off the show a bit. I want to watch The Purge. I don't want to watch, you know, The Rapture. Yes. So I will stick with it. I know Rob's a big fan of it, and I'll probably there's only ten episodes, but I'll probably give it another yeah. couple. And then if there's too much of this culty stuff, then it's like forget it, I'm out. And yeah. then I'll uh, I'll head over to watch season three of Ray Donovan, which is a great <laughs> show on Amazon Prime. So, oh. but uh, I am going to try and catch up on a lot more TV. I was going to say that was another one that got cut off after one series. You just reminded me of another that I I would have loved to have seen more done on and uh, that was on i can't remember it was uh, amazon or um netflix i think it was an amazon one and uh, that was constantine yeah that got killed didn't it, it was one, it season. one season one season bang yep done yep sad but true yep 
It's a shame. So we got one movie with Keanu Reeves, and then we got one season of a show with somebody else playing Constantine. Oh yeah, and he played it well. Yes, since we a lot of the sort of superhero stuff going down the plug, I think Luke Cage has been cancelled from Netflix Ooh. Um, after season two, and Iron Fist has also been cancelled. I'd heard of that one, yeah. So Daredevil is Luke still Cage. on. I think Daredevil season three's on. I yeah. haven't seen any Daredevil for like two years. I do. I, I did like it. I just I've not got the time to watch it. This is why I need to cut back on films. I watched the first two seasons. Right. What do um, you think? I enjoyed it, but it, the first season to me was the better of the two. Yeah, I know that in the second season you got a bit more of the backstory and what have you, and there were some good parts in it, but the first season was better. But you also got the Punisher in the second season. Well, this is it. There, there were a good few good kind of characters that got involved. Um, you had the Punisher, you had the guy who trained him, I think was played by, was it Scott Glenn? Oh, right, okay. Um, and he was phenomenal, but um, they brought in Electra. I wasn't too taken, but, you know, I'll probably get hung for that one, but there you go. <laughs> but, yeah, it was just one of those. I know, in I think in the latest season, aren't they meant to be bringing back, um, what's uh, his name? What do you call him? Bullseye. No, is it Bullseye? Oh, no, um... Kingpin. That's him. That was the one. Yeah. um, My knowledge of Daredevil is from the Ben Affleck movie, so it's like, that's quite a while ago. (laughs) But yeah, Vincent D'Onofrio. Right. Are you going to check out season three? I will probably do so at some point, yeah, and just see if it's worth continuing. You need to get back and watch, was it Lucifer? Was it Preacher? Which one was it? Yes. Lucifer, Um, Lucifer, I'm missing one season of, I think. I need to get back to. Preacher... I kind of lost it a bit. Um, They've changed a lot from the comic book side. And um, I I don't know. know, I probably will kind of try and get back into it and see. But, you know, it's just, like I say, again, some of the the characters in there are fantastic. Um, Some of them not so much. (laughs) It's too much. There's too much. How long yeah. is your list? Well, I, I don't expect you to actually have a list there because I don't have one here. But how long is your list of shows you want to watch? Is it? Do you think it's probably huge, or is it not too bad? If I got time off between now and Christmas <laughs> and did nothing but watch the shows that I want to watch, I might be able to catch up. Yeah, so it's probably similar to mine, <laughs> I think. Because I don't. If you're watching a new show. So mm-hmm. say a new show drops on Netflix or Amazon or, or BBC or whatever, how many episodes would you give it before you go, I'm out, if it wasn't grabbing you? I think three for me. I'd say four or five. Okay. You're more generous than me. Yeah. Um, I, I, I've Some of the series that I got into probably took four or five to really get themselves established. And so that's why that's kind of my cut off if you would <laughs> and what shows spring to mind where you you know from the first episode because I remember watching Smallville the first one as soon as that theme song kicked in I'm like I'm in I never did finish the last <laughs> season for some reason but I don't know why I seem to have a thing about not watching last seasons I've never seen last season of Buffy either but I mm. like that show but Smallville just hooked me straight away 24 hours in within about 30 seconds as soon as that bit 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 came in bang i was hooked yeah 
So what ones spring to mind that just sort of love at first sight type shows? Ooh, um, Firefly, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, other ones. Especially when you could watch them in the right order on, uh, on yeah. Blu-ray, it's great. Um, probably Boston Legal, again, going back to that. Yep. Um, I mean, those are probably the kind of ones that I would probably say uh, mash. Yeah, uh, those are the only ones that were kind of from the get go. Yeah, you know, others you kind of oh, you know, someone said this is good, let's watch it. And like you say, yeah, you know, it's basically a case of you watching it, and some of them you can form a good opinion of within fifteen minutes. Like I say, some it takes a few episodes. <laughs> what I find interesting is when I introduce Annette to a show. So it's usually yeah. a lot of the shows that we watch are ones I've seen before, like ER and Boston Legal and stuff. Yeah. And I tried to get her into Battlestar Galactica, and she liked it. But I remember halfway through season one, she went, I'm not really a fan of this anymore. I think I'll stop, and I'm like, what? I was hooked by then. <laughs> but she just she kind of bailed out of, uh, yeah. of Battlestar Galactica and never finished it. So it was like, that was a bit of a shame. It's one of, uh, I know I'm kind of the right one to be talking about this, but it is one of those annoying things when kind of like, say, you know, you've, there's two of you watching and your partner says, yeah, I'm not really into this. You know, and like you say, you've gone kind of, oh, I really like this. Yeah. It's bad when it's a case of this new show's come out. Oh, I want to watch that. No problem. Six months later, you've still not watched it. <laughs> it's yes. Like, oh God, that's why I carried on with the purge, and yeah. it was because um, we we both watched the first episode and we both quite liked it, and it wasn't so much of a religious cult on that one. But then chatting to Rob, and then I finished the wire. I thought, well, I don't need to watch any more films. So yesterday, I thought I'm going to watch it, and I told Annette last night. I said, oh, I've started watching the purge. I thought I'm going, you know, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it in the neck. But she wasn't that bothered. She just said, is it any good? And I went, yeah. I said, it's all right. There's a bit too much of this religious cult in it. She went, oh, you're not really selling it, selling it to me, so you can carry on watching that. So it's like, okay. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, you can and, carry on watching that as long as there's nothing else being on watch and she doesn't have time to play Lego. Yeah, exactly. So it's like <laughs> X Factor last night. I think when she gets in tonight, she'll probably watch X Factor again because it's yep. on Saturday and Sunday. Heaven forbid they only put that program on one night. But uh, so we, we do quite well. We do. I mean, she's watching Quantum Leap at the minute. Um, mm. Season three, she's on. Yeah. So she will. She, we've got this TV diary for her because she's a bit OCD with with what she watches and stuff. It's always got to be in the right order. She can't just watch like three or four episodes of the X Files and then watch a Quantum Leap. It's got to be a full season of this, a full season of that, a full season of this. <laughs> and it took. I'm not even kidding. It took about six months seven months to get through the x-files season three just because it was always a case of not really the mood to watch that so then what she decided the only way she would get through it because she wanted to get on to the next show because she was getting a bit fed up with the x-files even though she was enjoying it because it is a chore it's like 24 episodes per season was before work she would watch an episode Every day she would watch one and it worked and she finished off the X-Files. She's maybe 12, 13 episodes into season three of Quantum Leap at the minute. She only started a couple of weeks back. Yeah. So that is kind of working for her. Um, but for but me, again, it is that then the case of you're actually doing it because you feel you have to? Yeah, you know, it's almost like that's becoming a chore rather than a, a delight. Yeah. 
And I think that sometimes that's me with films for the podcast, when I'm yeah. like, oh my God, I need to have as many films as possible to talk about, which I don't, yeah. but my brain's telling me I do. <laughs> because it was like, well, Rob might not have watched a lot. Bob might not have watched a lot. Therefore, I've got to watch everything and, and show up with this big <laughs> list of films to talk about. I'm like, no, stop it. As long as I've got maybe two, three films per week, I'm okay yeah. with that. And then I can devote the rest of the time to television. So then I can start catching up with some of these TV shows. And, well I'm, also, and I'm also going to start using my uh, my phone a little bit more to watch TV shows. Certain types of shows, so not anything effects-driven or anything yeah. cinematic. But if it's a dialogue-heavy show, then I could watch an episode of yeah. 13 Reasons Why or whatever in bed on my you know, S8 because it's got a reasonable size screen on it. So I'm going to start yeah. using the technology. I've also got the iPad so I could watch things on that, but just to, to catch up. But you mentioned sort of watching things as a chore. That's how I felt with The Walking Dead. Yeah. Uh, and Lost is the great example of that one. You go, oh, <laughs> I might as well watch it because I've been watching it for three years. So I might as well carry on. No, if you don't, if oh. you're not into it, if you're not really, really losses. enjoying it, just get rid, forget yeah. it. Not a Put chance. it on the back burner. If you, you know, if six months down the line you think, you know, I really need to get back into that, yeah. different mind, you're going back into it kind of happy. You know, give it a few more episodes, you might be back to case of, why was I watching this in the first place? Exactly. And there's yeah. a few, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a few shows. Uh, I, I generally don't get that far into TV shows and then bail out. Because yeah. if I'm going to bail out, I'll do it at the beginning. <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah, but I mean, you've mentioned a couple, like with um, you know, The Walking Dead and what have you, yeah. where you're kind of eight seasons in, and it's basically just, I, I don't know, it, it, some of them tend to become a bit formulaic. Yes, definitely. I don't know not, if Walking Dead does that. But. Well, no, the, the Walking Dead, and it's not a show with Bash. At some point, I think you genuinely would like it because it is more yeah. apocalyptic than horror. But there's no end. Yeah. Do you know, it's like we're lost. It's like we're on an island. We, we don't know who these people are. We need to find out why we're on an island and how we get off it. You've got a plot. Or, yeah. you know, fire flop. You've got a potential the, finishing point. Yeah, you've got with Walking Dead, there isn't. You know, it was kind of like season one was like, well, we need to get to this location. And they get to it and they go, oh, well, that location didn't work out. We need to go find some place to live. Right. So we did that in season two. Then we need to go somewhere else. And it, it just keep wandering. It's kind yeah. of like the littlest hobo just keeps walking <laughs> along that motorway. And you're like, where are you going? We're not going anywhere. Then why am I watching you? <laughs> why am I watching you going nowhere? Oh. And, and it becomes a show about the characters, which is no bad thing. But there is no, there's no end game. Yeah. You know, with The Walking Dead, it isn't a case of, well, we need to find out how to cure this thing or we need to find out where it came from. That never gets mentioned. They just they just seem to be fighting with each other. It's a bit odd. There you go. It's EastEnders with zombies. Kind of. It's probably a good thing. It's like EastEnders has no, you know, little plots of a, yeah. you know, who shot this person, who did that. But at the end of it, there's no end game for EastEnders. No. And it's kind of like it has so become a soap opera. Soap opera with zombies. Zombie enders. Yep. <laughs> Zombie oaks. <laughs> Zombie Nation Street. That's probably the best one, actually. Zombie Nation. Yeah. That's <laughs> probably. Oh. That was a pun on Coronation Street for anybody. Um, who, Zombie Dale. Who is in America? Who's <laughs> the Zombie Dale? Exactly. Yep. 
Oh. <laughs> oh, but yeah. So I'm going to start focusing a little bit on TV. But I'm sitting there, I'm listening to you talking about Firefly stuff. I'm kicking myself because I've just said I need to use time to catch up on TV shows. And because yep. I was sitting eating my food earlier on, I sat and watched three episodes of The Big Bang Theory, which is about an hour. And I could have watched an episode of something I wanted to watch rather than something I watch out of pure habit. So I'm still doing yep. it. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> But I will train myself not to. It'll be a New Year's resolution, I'm sure. <laughs> I think it will be. I think it needs to be something. Yeah. So well, I mean, um, we are getting closer, aren't we? We are. It's um, it, two Ooh. months' time. Christmas yeah. will be done. We're Excellent. Isn't it? <laughs> like two months, well, less than, less than two months now. Yep. Which is great. We will have no money in the bank. We'll have uh, presents, hopefully. And yes. cold weather. We'll have lots of that. And uh, Dark Nights, because our clocks went bl- bl- forward. Back. back. Forward. Back. Yep. Back. Yep. I We're saw it. The, reason, the reason I stuttered down is I saw a Facebook meme, and it was like, just to let all dyslexics know, on Sunday your cocks go black. <laughs> I saw that one. <laughs> and, it was, and when I was just on about the, the clocks going back, that meme stuck, in, <laughs> stuck into my head, and I nearly <laughs> said what the meme was. So that's why I because <laughs> I was trying to think which is the correct way to say it. So <laughs> there you go. Who says this isn't unscripted? <laughs> so, oh. yes, it made me chuckle that one. Yes. <laughs> so we woke up this morning and, and I went, what time is it? And I went, it's quarter past nine. She went, is it the real quarter past nine or the old one? <laughs> so I'm like, what? Oh. I'm like, it's the real quarter past nine because we're digital. Everything automatically goes back other than the old analog clock, which was in the living room. So, Yep, yeah. I had the same problem in the car. What was that? It went back or it didn't? It didn't. That's the one that hasn't been changed yet. <laughs> I went through everything in the house, changed those, mm-hmm. yeah, including you know the clock in my daughter's bedroom, which she won't see till next weekend. But <laughs> yeah, well, clocks aren't going to change too much between then and now. So uh, it does get confusing when Americans are. I remember when <laughs> I would be recording with Anthony Alex, I think it was, and he would just he would either be waiting for me to show up, and then I don't show up for an hour, or I'd be waiting for him, and he didn't show up for an hour. I can't remember which way it was, but we were like. <laughs> Because our clocks go forward at a different time to theirs do. Yeah. Um, so they think do it next week or, or a couple of weeks or something like that, I think. But it, that does cause a bit of chaos with us, with us old uh, Ocean Crossing podcasters. <laughs> Not fun. So have you managed to watch anything? Um, I haven't really. I must okay. Hello. Sorry. Headphones slipped. <laughs> well, too many uh, whiskeys. No, I've only had one. Um, no, I haven't really. I was going to, you know, as we discussed when I came up, I was going to kind of nip home, grab something to eat, and sit watching something whilst eating, but it never took off. Um, I did get the something to eat, so that's okay. But, uh, yeah, basically I was sorting out some stuff on the PC and then doing some reading. And time flies, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> well, I kept my promise. I came upstairs, went into the office, and changed a few bits and pieces that that I was looking to do, so I, I didn't watch yes. anything either, but I'd already watched stuff this afternoon. So <laughs> I was going okay. to say, you've got a good, you've already got a, a decent list, I would imagine. Well, I've got three, so I'm alright with that. See, I'm, I'm already learning. I've not got ten or eleven. So go I've on got, then, I will I've, ask you. I've got three. What have you been watching? Well, we pulled 
um, a movie out of the horror body bag, which people have listened to last one will know that's something we've got going for October. But we're probably going to carry it on until the bag's empty because it's so far we've only pulled out two films that sucked. Um, one of them is we both think the film sucked and everybody else loves it. It's called The Witch, which I know Neil Johnson loves it. So if he's sitting at the top of Scotland, you know, then he's which probably I th- cursing I think he is. He's, listening he's probably to cursing me. We just could not get into it because the, the language was sort of old English language. Yeah. And you, you may understand it. I ain't got a clue. So I'm like, I don't even know what's going on in this film. And Annette didn't either. So I think we gave it about 20 minutes. We're like, yep, we're off skiing. We're out. We're bailing out of that one. Uh, and the other film that Annette didn't like and I thought was cheesy as hell, and I probably will go back and watch at some point, was the Arrow release of Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, it's an 80s film, and you can tell. Yeah. <laughs> it's just weird. It's just a very weird, strange film. But Annette was like, I don't want to watch this. Can we kill it? So <laughs> we switched that one off. But other than that, out of the body bag, which is just a sports bag filled with horror films, it's not an actual body bag. It, yeah. We've pulled a lot of decent films out of there. And we took one out the other day, and it's called The Neighbor. And it's got kind of like the worst looking cover ever. It's just a silhouette of somebody. And I looked at it and went, half hour roll. <laughs> and then it went, why? Have you seen this one? I went, no. She went, have you heard of it? I'm like, no. She went, would you know what it's about? I'm like, no, but that cover's awful, so we'll give it a <laughs> we'll give it a half hour roll. All right, she went okay, and it was one of the best films we've seen all week. It was oh, wow. really really good. It was a husband and wife drug trafficker, yeah. and they live out in the middle of nowhere, and they've got people basically running drugs for them in the back of cars and stuff like that. So, but they start spying on their neighbour who looks like a bit of a redneck, and he he looks like a bit of a a hunter, so he'd like shoot deer and stuff. He's got one of those. Yeah waistcoats on where you can put things in. I don't know what they call them, but one of them sort of canvasy waistcoats type oh, thing. Oh, yeah, like a as you would use for shooting, you know. Yeah, proper hunting gear, this yeah. guy's got them. And they start looking at him and they're like, wonder what he does, don't know, don't care. He'll mind his business, I'll mind ours. And um, the the guy goes away to do a drug deal and he comes back and his girlfriend's disappeared. So he's like, where's she gone? And he goes over to the neighbor going, have you seen my girlfriend? No. Well, he's not in. So he he starts doing that bloody stupid thing where you start looking around the person's house. It's like like me going to your house and then opening the door and going, hello, Bob. Nope, you're not in. So I'm going to start browsing around all your house and down your cellar and in the attic. You don't do that anyway, but it's a movie, so you do. And there's a whole bunch of people in cages in this guy's cellar. So this neighbor is well dodgy. It's very, very dodgy. But what a good film. Very, very good. Not horror, although there are a couple of horror elements in it. It's more yeah. psychological thriller. <laughs> so it, it was one where I would happily say, let's put it on Bob's pile and let yeah. Bob watch this. But you look at it and the cover's awful. It looks like a cheap <laughs> and nasty cover. But the film was well good. So. so it's one of those that you don't judge the book by its cover? No. Not at all. It was a gem. I actually described it as a gem. Excellent. So I was quite happy with that because I've started posting. Uh, I'll go on about the Facebook group after, but I've started posting yeah. little mini reviews on Instagram and Facebook and stuff. And the neighbour I remember describing as a gem. It's it's like a midnight run or a sneakers where you go. Don't really know anything about that. 
I'll it watch flew it. in under the Ooh, radar. That was good. Yeah, I would, I'd put it not as good as Midnight Run because not many films are, but it was uh, it's definitely a good film. So I watched that one. And what else did I watch? Well, t- last night I knew that I had to watch some stuff. So I thought, what am I going to watch? I don't want to just watch a big list of films. Not really in the mood to watch any more horror films because it's at work. So I'm going to, I know, I'm going to watch a double bill of films for somebody that I speak to on Twitter, but who? Don't know. So I decided Sarah Douglas because I had Conan the Destroyer sitting on my DVD shelf next to the TV. So I thought, I'm going to watch that. Uh, I'm going to double bill Sarah Douglas movies. So I sat down this morning and watched Conan and Destroyer, which I've not seen for, oh God, 30 years. Easily. When was the last time you watched that one? Oh, I I have to say that was probably about 10 years ago. Really? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely love that one. What about Barbarian? Um, Probably about the same time. And which one do you prefer? Because I've... Conan the Barbarian, I find... I can appreciate it, but it just seems a bit arty. Yeah, I think, I think this Destroyer like, is better. Yeah, I thought that. I remember watching. Yeah. I actually enjoyed watching Conan the Destroyer, whereas I don't really enjoy watching Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, this is it. It's a case of. Um, I mean, the Barbarian one was meant to set the story and set the, the you know the pace of it all and what have you, but. Um, I mean, having read most of the books, because as a kid, I was a big Robert E. Howard fan, who yep. was the guy who created Conan the Barbarian. And the whole thing on the first one didn't tie in really with what was written in the books. Um, so I was a bit kind of put out there. But the second one stood on its own. You know, like I said, the Destroyer was, I don't know, there was more characters in it. The characters were more developed. They were better done. Yeah, you know, I mean, who who doesn't like um, you know Mako as a, Akira the Wizard? He was great. Who was the guy that played the the, the thief? He was like my favourite character in it. <laughs> Wasn't that a guy? Was the thief Malak? Was he called? I think so. And he was just like he yeah. was like a bit of a Weasley little yeah little Tracy rat, Walter. But... <laughs> that <worked. laughs> That's the guy, Tracy Walter. <laughs> it was great. It was just like this crazy. I don't know whether you would want him as part of your gang or not, because the first sign of a battle, he'd be off. But when he could, uh, there's a fight scene at the beginning before yeah. Sarah Douglas shows up, and he just jumps on somebody's back. It's like stabbing them like a crazy person in the back with these little hand yep. knives. It's like you vicious little get. He's like a human chihuahua, I think. Yeah, is that guy? But he was great. And you had Grace Jones in there as the, the warrior woman of some kind. And yes. if ever there is a human being that you need to cast as a warrior woman, <laughs> it's Grace Jones. Yep. You know, from from skin tone to hairdo to personality, I think Grace Jones was just playing Grace Jones. To be honest, I've seen yes. her on chat shows. I think she was that same character. <laughs> but she was great. But I'd forgotten who Sarah Douglas played. Yeah. She showed up. She's like the queen. I'm like, oh, hello. Yeah, but not a goodie, though. No, not at all. <laughs> no, even though you think she is at the beginning, because she's oh, yeah. like making a deal with Conan, she's, she was bad. Yeah. But it was... Uh, so, yeah, I sat and watched that. I enjoyed it. It's good. Definitely, I think, definitely. I think, my, I think the DVD that I had was probably quite old, because the transfer <laughs> looked like shit, but, you know, watching on the 4K TV, so... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I thoroughly enjoyed that film. So I've also got Red Sonja to watch, which 
was originally it was set in the same world as Conan, isn't it? I believe. I believe so. It's one I've never watched. Well, he was originally Schwarzenegger was originally supposed to do a cameo in it. Apparently, because yeah. I was reading up on that, and uh, I've been reading the book Vic Armstrong, who's a stuntman, and yeah. so that's where I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch a lot of these old films like Conan and stuff like that. <laughs> but he was involved in Red Sonja. And he mentioned that Schwarzenegger was supposed to do a cameo in it, but for some reason it just it Felt never true. happened. So, um, so we've got Bridget Nielsen as Red Sonia. So yeah. it'll be interesting to rewatch that one again. <laughs> oh, you have to but, let me know because, like I say, it's one I've never watched. Yeah, I've seen it, but not for thirty years. <laughs> so I'm getting quite into. There's something really nice about going back and watching a film that's that's made from way back. I was thinking when I was watching Conan. And it's there's a a big third act fight scene at the end with this big monster that comes out because it's got the horn in its head and it's trying to it's beating everybody up and I think if they made that film now, it would get destroyed on social media because people would be like, look at the rubber rubber mask, look at the flippers, look at it, forget it. I think people sort of forget nowadays that we're watching a story being told on screen and none of it's real. <laughs> it's like you watch Fast and the Furious. It's not actually happening. It's a story you're watching, yeah. and I think a lot of film critics or so-called film critics kind of forget that, and they just <laughs> analyse the shit out of everything and go, "Well, that's a plot hole. What's going on? Crazy." Yeah. I was going to say, did you ever watch the uh, remake of Conan? I did, and Jason I quite liked it. It was yeah. all right. It wasn't bad. Exactly. I thought the same. I know a lot of people did kind of give it a bit of a slagging off and I never really worked out. Well, because it wasn't Schwarzenegger, I think this, this, the ways that people slag things off is if it's a remake and they love the original one, they can't possibly yeah. like the remake because somehow remakes obliterate the original one. I don't know how, and I don't think they do, but people have that impression. They just yeah. lose their minds. Go, Why are they remaking it? Well, because people who generally go to the cinema now haven't seen the original one. Yeah. That's why they're remaking it. Um, but I think if Schwarzenegger came out and did King Conan, like they were on about doing at one point, yes, would people like it or would they go, it's terrible? I don't know. Oh, this is it. Having read the books and everything, like I say, most of the books were written when, about when Conan was kind of late teens, early 20s. Right. Um, so the Jason Momoa kind of, playing of it was probably accurate then like say as as he got older in the stories he became you know king of uh, aquilonia and what have you and so yeah you know kind of you know schwarzenegger playing it at that age yes yeah that would be good yeah can you imagine if they did a crossover so like you say you know you got kind of you know, Schwarzenegger playing him as King Conan, and then kind of you know in the flashbacks you've got Jason Momoa playing young Conan. That could work. <laughs> yeah, as long as they don't go young Arnie and CGI him like they did in those oh, Terminator no. movies. That was no, no, well no, 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 no. <laughs> Forget that. But no, I don't know if King Conan will ever happen. But it's it's been on and off for years, isn't it? That thing. Yeah, true. But uh, but yeah, so I watched that one, and then I thought, right, what else do I watch for my Sarah Douglas double bill? And I looked at a few films, Strippers vs. Werewolves, Displacement, which I'd watched. If you want a really good sci-fi movie, Displacement on uh, Amazon. It's it's a head-scratcher, but it's very good. She's in that. <laughs> so I thought, well, I'm not going to watch that because I've already seen it recently. So I opted to watch the Richard Donner version of Superman 2, 
which have you ever seen? Have you ever seen the Richard Donner version of Superman two? Have you just seen? I've just the seen the theatrical. One? You've just seen the theatrical one. Do you know the story of the Richard Donner one for Superman two though? I don't think so. Go on, elucidate right. me. Well, originally Richard Donner, who directed the first Superman movie, was shooting Superman 1 and Superman 2 back-to-back. That was always the plan, and that's what they were doing. And they got partway through it, and the budgets were going insane because the producers didn't really know what they're doing. So the producers decided, well, what we want to do is, rather than wait till both films are finished, we want the first one out. So Richard Donner went, no. And then the producers fired Richard Donner, sacked him basically bugger off you're done they sort of edited the the first superman movie completed it um and then they brought somebody else in a guy called richard lester who had done the the four musketeers with roy kinnear and stuff he's a very sort of comedic type director they brought him in to finish superman 2 so i think like about 80 percent of the stuff had been shot but Richard Lester, in order to be a direct, you know, to get director's credit, you've got to reshoot up to yeah. X amount, whatever the percentage is, you've got to shoot a lot of this stuff. So they, they reshot loads. And then rumors for years were, there's this Richard Donner version that's out there. And you remember what it was like when they, they rumored that there was an alien special edition out there and you'd just lose yes. your mind. You're like... I yeah. want to watch it. I really want to watch this film. And then never never came out, never came And then eventually it came out. Well, after that, this Richard Donner thing surfaced again and everybody was like, we want to see it, we want to see it, we want to see it. 2006, it came out. Drastically different from the theatrical one. I've seen the theatrical one loads of times. Yeah. And do you remember the whole sequences in it where the it's near the beginning where Lois Lane goes to Paris and she goes up in the Eiffel Tower and there's a terrorists are there and they've got a nuclear bomb on an elevator and stuff. Do you remember all that stuff? Rings a bell, yeah. It's gone. That's not in the Richard Donner one. That was all Richard Lester. That that was all Richard Lester. That's got a whole new beginning. So if you think now you could actually watch new footage featuring Christopher Reeve, Margot Kidder, Terrence Stamp, you know, all the the cast. Stuff you've never seen before that was shot in 1980. It's nuts. There's a lot. Uh, there's scenes at the end where um, they're in the Fortress of Solitude, and the, the three villains are up there, and Superman starts throwing like holog. It does a hologram thing, and he appears. My gone. <laughs> That's not in it. All different <laughs> stuff. You've got Marlon Brando in the second one. He was Ooh. never in the second one that you've seen. It was always oh. uh, Superman's mum. She's yeah. gone. Susanna York not there. It's Marlon Brando because Marlon Brando was a fan of Richard Donner's. Yeah. And so when they fired Richard Donner, Marlon went, he walked. not a problem. You ain't using any of my footage. And he just <laughs> dug his heels in and bless him. So you've got extra Marlon Brando and all sorts. And this Richard Donner version is it's, I mean, it's a similar storyline. So it, yeah. it hits the same bullet points, but it's just weird. It's weird watching a film that you've seen before but you've not seen all this stuff. Yeah. So it's not just an expanded version. It's alternate. And it's crazy. It's great. So So worth watching? Definitely worth watching. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, it helps if you've got fresh in your mind. The first one. The theatrical one. And I still do like the theatrical one. But there's just so many. This is a darker toned film. 
Which so a lot of the craziness. What it needs, probably. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And it ties itself in with the first Superman movie as well. So yeah. the whole you know, nuclear bomb going up into space on the elevator, which Superman throws away, which causes the Phantom Zone thing to split and then the villains come down. That's gone. It's things that happened in the first <laughs> Superman movie that caused the Phantom to Zone to split Yeah, that show the villains. So it, it does make it a hell of a lot better as uh, as a two-parter. Mm. It's very clever. The DVD's also got a really good commentary by Richard Donner talking about this cut, so that's quite interesting. He's like, yep, they got rid of me. They sacked <laughs> me. I didn't shoot that part. I didn't shoot this bit. So that's very oh. interesting. So oh, that was my afternoon. It's very good. And I, I think I'd finished watching that just by the time you got in. The credits were on, yeah. weren't they? He <laughs> I did say, what, you you're like, what are you watching? Richard Donner cut, Superman 2. So oh. I would be curious to know what Sarah Douglas thinks of the, the alternate one. Because yeah. mm. you make a film, comes out in 1980, and then what, like 26 years later or whatever it is, the stuff that you shot 26 years before comes out that's got to be quite weird uh, if I uh, if I ever do sit down and chat with her I shall ask her those questions yeah be interesting to hear <laughs> mm, definitely <laughs> or so if that's we it, that's... Sort of kind of comic con yeah exactly that would be my question well I'd be torn then because I want to talk about V yes <laughs> so I'm a bit sort of stuck I would need like a couple of hours so I may annoy people that are in the queue behind me. I'm, like, I'm going to talk about V, I'm going to talk about uh, Conan, I'm going to talk about um, Superman 2, and then Superman 2, Richard Donner Cup. Well, there you so, go. If we're both there, you can have my talking to uh, talking to her a bit while I'm filming it all. That works. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I may even timestamp this conversation and send it to her. Who knows? But yeah, that's all I've watched. That is all I have watched this week. I mean, I've watched some TV, but I've talked about The Wire and stuff. But yeah. I am trying to scale it back. Um, I saw a few trailers because I was going through some screener discs today, and one of them had four trailers on. And I don't know if you've seen any of these films. I hadn't even heard of them. One's called The Hunter's Prayer with Sam Worthington. He's the guy of Avatar. And it's all about assassins. That looks quite good. I don't really know about that. So I'm starting to make a list of films just in case I need to watch more films. Uh, The Bleeder, which is... You've seen Rocky, haven't you? Yes. Well, apparently Rocky was based on a real-life boxer called Chuck Wagner, who Stallone was watching a boxing match, and he thought, oh, I'm going to write something about a boxer, and he wrote Rocky. Well, The Bleeder is apparently the story of Chuck Wagner, but it does mention Rocky in it, so I don't know what sort. I think there's a lot of bad blood. I think Chuck's a bit peed off that he didn't get no money from Rocky. And Aww. to be fair, why should you? Because somebody's watching TV going, I'm going to write a film about a boxer. That doesn't yeah. necessarily mean it's your life story. So, um, But yeah, I'm going to check out The Bleeder. There's a documentary that I want to watch called The Governor, which is about a knuckle fighter called Lenny McLean. I've heard, heard of, of that one, yeah. I've heard of him. But the documentary looks quite interesting. And then finally, there's a film called Trespass Among Us, which stars Brendan Gleeson, and I'm sure it's uh, Michael Fassbender. And it looks a bit of a, an Irish traveller type crime thriller. So I'd never heard of any of those films beforehand until I put this disc on. And I'm like, I'm going to write these down because these look quite interesting. <laughs> so oh, I'm I like watch it. those. Exactly. Um. Honestly, Any, mate, what is it? Some of the um, trailers that are coming out for mainstream stuff 
What yeah. have we got? Because I haven't seen many of those. Well, one of the ones that it shouldn't interest me, <laughs> but it does, is I want to see the um, Stan and Ollie one. Yes, with you know, um, um, yeah, I Steve his name. Coogan John, and John C. Riley. Yeah. Hmm. So there's, I don't know. It, it, it's one of those ones that, when you see the trailers, you just think that looks really promising. Even though it shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah. like, I shouldn't want to watch that, but I do. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> what sort of era do you think that covers? Is it you know, is it a certain time period in her life or does it seem to just cover a lot of it? I think it covers a lot of it. From the bits that I've seen, it's obviously covering the tail end of the story, if you would. Yeah. But it's, you know, uh, as one of the people that was discussing it was saying, case of, they've called it Stan and Ollie rather than Laurel and Hardy because it's about the people not about the career if you would yeah about, yeah, it's not about the brand yeah so yeah. it could be it an interesting one like I say it shouldn't interest me but it does <laughs> no I've seen films like that so I was the best example ever is 8 Mile yeah if you've, I don't know if you've seen that film or I'm not I'm not but I know you've told me about it it's not so there's nothing about that film that should interest me it's got Eminem don't really like him it's about rap music can't stand rap music you watch that film it's one of the best films it is very very good I'm, if I'm doing a top 100 8 miles in there it is really really good same with Straight Outta Compton yeah shouldn't like that film at all don't like rap music don't know anything about them it's fine watch it great film seen it twice <laughs> it's, it's weird isn't it <laughs> It's like I should not want to watch that, but I love it. Great Showman was another one. That's my prime example for this year. Yeah, you don't it's a musical. do musicals. It's a musical <laughs> about P.T. Barnum. Don't really know much about him. Hate yep. musicals. Currently, shouldn't even f- be on your radar. <laughs> no, and currently it's my favourite film I've seen this year. It's Excellent. very bizarre. Aww. So it is. It is quite nice. I'm a bit like a Bohemian Rhapsody. It's that's, like yeah, that's one I want to see as well. It's like, I shouldn't really like that, but it looks really good. So I don't know what's going on with that. <laughs> it is nice when uh, when a film jumps out and, and surprises us. So have you seen any other trailers? A um, couple of others, but nothing springs to mind. You know. right. Like I say, you know, just basically now waiting to see what's going to... I've not even looked ahead to see what's due out at the, um, the run-up to Christmas, should we say. When a Halloween's out, yeah. And I'm I'm struggling to find time to watch that. I really want to watch it, but Annette wants to watch it. Yeah. So therefore we've both got to have the same you know, obviously. We've got to be off at the same time. Yeah. Which that's the part that's proving difficult. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I'm off this weekend, she's at work. I'm working next weekend, she's off. Her yeah. day off this week is Wednesday, my day off this week is Thursday. <laughs> and then other than that, the daisies aside, we finish at, you know, eight nine o'clock. Yep. So, well, well, I'm not going to go watch a movie at nine o'clock after doing a full day's work. No. So, I, I think more than likely, I think we'll end up seeing that on DVD, which is a shame because I want to go watch the cinema. This is it. It's a case of it's in this modern day and age where we've all got big TV, you know, big screen TV type ideas or access to them. You know, same with DVDs and what have you. You know, you've got 4K TVs, 4K deep Blu-rays what have you it's for something to come out at the cinema and you want to see it at the cinema you know it's a rarity yeah 
you know, so you've got to take those things, you know, kind of when you can. Well, it's also the expense, isn't it? I mean, two of you go okay. to the cinema, you pay 20 quid, 20 pounds or whatever in total for your tickets if you're lucky. And you can buy the Blu-ray for that. Keep it. Exactly. Not be interrupted by people on the phones, maybe on the tablets, whatever, but nobody's going to walk in front of you. You can pause it. You can get watch your special features. You can go down to Bob's house and go, look at this cool film I've seen. Let's watch it again. And <laughs> yeah. you're not paying any extra. So it's, yeah, I am very choosy. I think maybe this year I've been to cinema three times, maybe. Yeah. Possibly. I don't think it's any more than that. <laughs> the last film I watched was Mission Impossible Fallout, which was yep. which was really good. Um, and I, I can't think before that. I think the other films I watched were probably in Newcastle at the film festival. No, no, so, you're missing one. What did we watch? We went to Manchester. Um, uh, Got some warriors. Oh yes, we did. Yeah, that's because that felt like a work thing as well. That was like a well, yeah, true. Thing. You were yeah. My it. head was more like, "What the hell am I going to say? To, what am I going to say to these cast members afterwards? I'm going to be in front of an audience talking." Yep. Well, yeah, <laughs> I'd forgotten about that. That was, I think, that was the last one that I went to the cinema to see. Yes, that's on Amazon Prime now, by the way. Of Gods and Warriors. Yeah, good. It's just kind of just dropped on there. It's like, okay. Well, like I say, people need to watch it. I've got it on, like I say, got it on the Blu-ray thing, you know, DVD. Yeah, well, you got Blu-ray, I got DVD, yeah. and if anybody doesn't do this whole disky thing, which I do, <laughs> um, you can watch it on Amazon Prime. So, and review it, leave a thumbs up. Yep, that's quite good. And we've both got a signed poster each as well, mate. So. That's all right, isn't it? Yes, good. And we met several of the people in you know at other times as well. Ah, oh, met loads of them. I'm part of the family now. It's great. <laughs> David said so. I messaged him and went, I feel like part of the family. He went, you are. And I'm like, I'll take that. Oh, excellent. It's fine. I remember that at Christmas. They can all give yes. me presents. So that'd be quite good. <laughs> or at least send a Christmas card. Yes, exactly. Have you ever had a, a Christmas card from a famous person? I've only ever had one. I've I still got it. No, I don't think so. I got one from Sarah Douglas one year. Ooh. I think she was running like a, I think it was either a Facebook thing or a Twitter thing where you got to ask her a question and then anybody who got the question read out and answered, they got a Christmas card. And she read mine oh. out, and then I got this Christmas card sent through. It's when I lived in Northampton. It showed in, showed up through the post. I'm like, that is amazing. I've got a Christmas card from Sarah Douglas. And I've now got it in a frame behind my computer monitor. So, Right, for sure. Yeah. Right up there next to the note from David Fincher. <laughs> so it's quite good. Uh, so it's fun times. Oh, I like it. It reminds me what I'm doing can be... Uh, can be fruitful sometimes. Oh, definitely, definitely. It can be. I would imagine it can be very kind of frustrating at times, but other times everything comes together. And yes, I think frustrating for me is monkey viruses because that really did put me behind with yeah. everything, and then just trying to do everything solo. And by that, obviously, I don't mean <laughs> chatting chatting on podcasts. Yeah, but it's just like. You know, I need to get a website designed. I need to update all the profiles. I need to watch all these films and review them all and type them all up. And it's like, people seem to think I'm a company. And it's like, I'm really not. I'm just one person who fits all this in when I'm not doing my day job. So oh. it's, it is hard work. Oh, I like it. It's fun, but it's different. Indeed, indeed. Yes. Um, let me see if I've not covered anything on my little notes thing. I think I've covered pretty much. There's no updates on Mimi, which is fine. 
Monkey Virus is gone. Everybody on my timeline seems to be playing Red Dead Redemption 2 and yeah. uh, and Tomb Raider. Give so us a take. Yes, I'm gonna let this is this is where I talk for five minutes while Bob goes to the bathroom. Uh, he's not gonna go to the bathroom whilst he's on the podcast because that'd be really, really weird. Um, I don't really want anybody leaving a review saying that was quite nice, but I didn't like hearing Bob go for a tinkle. So it'd be good. So, yeah, here's my thoughts while Bob goes to the bathroom in another room. Uh, I have a from page to screen Facebook page, and I have done for a while. It's got, I think it's about 800 and something likes or whatever. But I listen to a lot of other podcasts, and they have groups. So I decided what I'm going to do is I'm going to try and get a bit more organized and use Instagram a bit more, use Facebook a bit more. I can't possibly use Twitter anymore because I pretty much live on there anyway. And use the website a little bit more for page to screen.com. I just basically get everything streamlined, a bit more organized. I think Bob's back now. Um, so I decided what I was going to do is create a from page to screen Facebook group, but I didn't want to call it that because anybody who's wandering past, staring at it as they drive home or whatever, wouldn't know what that group was. So what I decided was to call it something that was geek-related. So if you go on to Facebook and do a search for The Geek House, all one word, that is the actual official From Page to Screen group. Feel free to join. Feel free to share movie trailers so Bob and I... Welcome back, Bob. So Bob and I can watch <laughs> the trailers. If, you, if you're, you're making films, share the post. Just basically get in there and chat about geek stuff and it's fine and it's a one place uh, place where we can go I plan on going in there and just looking at movie trailers that people share so that way when Bob's saying I haven't really seen any trailers that have come out we can jump in there and just watch them so just use it as a geek hangout please and you'll also see the links for the podcasts in there so feel free to share them um, I haven't figured out yet how to let people automatically join that group. So if you happen to know how to do that, Bob, let me know. I thought I had done it. <laughs> but then uh, Mike McGeorge came up today and it popped up saying he would like to join this group. And I had to click approve. But as far as I know, I had the settings in there to just let anybody join anyway. So I don't quite know what the hell's going on with that. But Not I'm sure. happy just to let people go in and yeah. join. And then if you're a bit of a dickhead, then you just get kicked out. So that's fine. <laughs> but I think everybody will behave. But uh, are you familiar with the sort of group settings and stuff, Bob? I'm not, but I can soon learn. Yeah, because oh, <laughs> you're an admin on there anyway. Just have a sniff around and we'll see if you can let anybody join that group without the need to approve. I know if you're already a member of the group, you can add people and then they show up. Yeah. But if... You know, like a random stranger or whatever wants to join, they need to be approved, and I want to sort of get rid of that part. Yeah. Um, so that's my thing on that one. With the website, I am going to start doing more. So uh, I, I share a lot of press releases and pre-prepared content and stuff on there. I need to start doing more reviews in yeah. that website. So that's one of my bits of homework. So that's lots of stuff for me to, for you, Bob, there's, there's no extra homework whatsoever. <laughs> if anything, it's less work for you. It's fine, which is the way it should be. Um, but yeah, I managed to prattle on while you were, you were in the bathroom. Elsewhere. Seamless. I only mentioned the fact you were 
in the bathroom like three times, well, four now. <laughs> is now the time to tell you that as well as listening to the whole thing, you know, I've got the headphones on, it yeah. is over the loudspeakers here, and awesome. I can hear you when I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> well, whatever helps you go, to be honest. Yeah. I generally like to help people with their movie choices, but if I'm helping people evacuate their their body, then that's okay too, I guess. <laughs> so I have a new sort of quiz for you, Bob. Go on. Sort of. I've um, I've got a little booklet here, and it's called The 100 Most Influential Movies of All Time. Now, I'm not going to go through all the 100, but I'm going to start at it, and I'm going to see how far up the food chain you can get before Ooh. you hit a film that you have not seen. I'll fall at the first hurdle. <laughs> no, I don't think. I think the first one you'll be okay. I got to number five. I fell over with, which is quite disappointing because I might change to number five. Right, and then I'm going to test the same for Rob. If we're yeah, number one is Silence of the Lambs. Oh yeah, seen that definitely. Yeah, very good film. Loved it. Yeah, have the lambs stopped screaming, Clarice? <laughs> so number two, Jaws. Oh, definitely, definitely. We're going to need a bigger boat. Who the heck's not seen Jaws? Number three is a (laughs) film I cannot get into, but I've tried so many times. It is 2001 A Space Odyssey. Oh, yes, definitely seen that. Okay. Uh, So you're doing well. Sorry, I can't let you do that. (laughs) Um, Number four is Night of the Living Dead, the 1968 classic. Ah, there you go. That's where I fall over. You've never seen that one? Nope. Oh, God, you've got to watch that. It's Horror movie. Well, it's, it's a classic one. Oh, I know, but I, I will it's start watching these. But, yep, I've fallen at number four. So you've fallen at number four, okay. Well, I fall at number five because mm. I have never seen The Man with the Golden Arm. Man, I've seen The Man with the Golden Gun. Yeah, I've seen that one as well. Apparently, it's a film called The Man with the Golden Arm. I've never even heard of it. Oh, so you would have fallen over at the same one I did, but you fell over yeah. one before. So. so go on. What are the next? You said ten. Um. Yes, I can do. And let's have a look. Number six is All Quiet on the Western Front. Oh no, I haven't. I've seen many many clips, but I've never watched it through. Okay. Uh, but again, that seven, is one want to. Number seven, I think I've seen uh, Nanook of the North. Nope. Not I think that's one of those I watched as a kid. Yeah. It might have been one that watched as a kid, but I can't remember it, so it falls. (laughs) Number eight is a weird one when you look at all these, or number nine, actually, is a weird one when you look at all the other films that have been in there. Number nine is The Abyss. Oh, yeah, definitely seen that. I love that film. And then number ten is Star Wars. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Classic one. (laughs) So I'm going to sort of start rounding this up, but I've got a nice new delivery of a book today which is the 2000 and whatever edition, 2018 edition of 1001 <laughs> Movies to Watch Before You Die, you could actually knock somebody out with this and kill them if they haven't seen all the movies because it's pretty damn heavy. Um, we've got a bunch of new films from last year. There's only about 10 of them. But that's pretty much You've got 1001 Movies, but you always head to the, the new list. You go, what have they added? What have they added? A couple of people have said, what have they got rid of? I've no idea, because I'm not cross-batching them all. <laughs> uh, so the new films that they deem you've got to watch them before you die. Black Panther. Ooh. Okay, yeah. Get Out, which was quite clever. I've seen that one. Uh, Blade Runner 2049. 
Call Me By Your Name, mm-hmm. Mother, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, oh, which yeah. is in my top list of films this year, uh, The Shape of Water, mm-hmm. uh, Under the Shadow, and Lady Bird are the new ones that have gone in this year. So they, uh, it's, it's become a tradition now where I buy that new edition of the book from Amazon. It's about 13 yeah. quid. It normally costs me a tenner for some reason. So it's, uh, it's a little bit more expensive. I think you get 10 quid if you go in Waterstones or something when it's just come out. You get a bit cheaper. It's like half price. But I tend to buy it and then go through it because it's like an index thing at the beginning and pen mark all the ones I've seen and then yeah. spend the next 12 months watching films not as many as possible because i don't do that anymore but just watching them yeah and then next october i'll buy the new version of the book and do it it again and just uh see how because there's a lot of classics in there these films go back to like nosferatu and what's that film where it's it's like the moon with a telescope at its head or something you know that very famous shot where the rocket crashes into its eye that's the one. So it goes back way back to that time and then has classic films. So your Godfather's in there, your Godfather 2, Jaws, Taxi Driver and all that sort of stuff. So there's a massive range of films in there. So it is, um, I mean, you've got the, I always pass the previous edition on to yourself. So you actually get one with all the dots. So you can't really use that index at the beginning. So you could probably post it, note the, uh, the films you've seen on the actual pages, but uh, yeah. you can't really use the list. Sorry. Maybe I should start marking them in pencil. <laughs> so I think other than that, have you got any any other final notes or whatever before we disappear for the evening? Oh, quiet. Um, I mean, basically, I've just been, while we've been chatting, I've been trying to kind of get onto the geek house. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you've made me an admin. Oh, no, I should do. Yeah, you would definitely. Well, I'm only seeing would, two admins. Uh, well, I will double check as soon as I come off this podcast, because otherwise people will be like, this is the dullest show ever. They're just talking about <laughs> settings. But I definitely, because you were the first one that I'd put on it, but unless I'd inadvertently knocked you off it when I was faffing around before. Oh, the only two admins showing are yourself and Mr. Miller. Oh, I'd put like four admins on that one, so I shall uh, add you within 30 seconds of finishing this podcast <laughs> and then have a bit of a sniff around and see if you Will can work do. out how to, um, <laughs> how to just let anybody in. So just open the doors. and uh, Exactly. Because we're all going to be monitoring it, so if anybody shows in and you know, runs in and starts saying how great Donald Trump is or whatever, we can just kick him out, yeah. can't we? That's not too bad. But, uh, <laughs> hopefully next week we'll have yourself and Rob back. Yes. Would be nice. And then we can actually get this Tony Scott quiz out because I've been sitting on that for like a month. Yeah, this is it. Like I say, hopefully, like I say, we'll get more on the Geek House and what have you. Mm-hmm. you know, things posted up there, film reviews and what have you. And, uh, you know, Definitely anything, tri- anything geeky. Oh, anything geeky at all. I've been sharing stuff like Mad in there today. Some of it my content, some of it just other people on my timeline. Yeah. Just going, do you know what? That fits in. I'm going to share it in the Geek House. And it's very, very easy to find as well, the Geek House, because it's literally just going and type the Geek House. And it's the first one, thing that comes up. In one <laughs> thing, and it comes up, and it's like, that's exactly what I was after. Because the problem with the from page to screen thing is people don't know about the number two unless you read it out and tell them it's actually yeah. a two, not a T-O. So that's quite confusing. <laughs> um, and I'm also working on getting a new logo designed 
for the website, for social media, for the Geek House and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So things are ongoing. So Excellent. I shall keep you updated. I look forward to it. Right. Well, that wraps up episode 440. <laughs> um, please leave a review anywhere you happen to listen to this podcast. is bloody everywhere now. Everywhere. Uh, if you want to send Bob a message, you can tweet at him at Bagel Rats, and you can tweet at me from page to screen. It's the number two for me, and the all for you is a zero, isn't it? It is, yes. It is. See, number codes. They're great. Um, shout out to Neil Johnson, who's up in the Highlands, and uh, shout out to Rob doing whatever you're doing that isn't, isn't podcasting. Well, I hope he enjoys his time off. I uh, Time off. That's a novelty, isn't it? <laughs> I wouldn't mind some. <laughs> oh, I like it. Says he who's just been sat at home all weekend. So, Watching right. films. Exactly. <laughs> Not too many. Okie dokie. Right. I shall leave you to it. Take care. Chat soon. Thank you very much, sir. And I will chat to you tomorrow. You will. And bye-bye. TTFN. Bye. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.